0: Welcome to the latest edition of Manchester City's official podcast. I'm your host Rob Pollard. Today is International Women's Day, a global event designed to celebrate the social, economic, cultural and political achievements of women. The theme of this year's International Women's Day is Break the Bias, which encourages us all to imagine a world free of stereotypes and discrimination. To mark the occasion, we got Karen Bardsley and Esme Morgan to sit and discuss some of the challenges women face, including gender bias that exists in the English language. But before we listen to that conversation, here's Gareth Taylor on what International Women's Day means to him.
1: I mean, I'm fortunate that I work with the players every day and I see how hard they work. I think I'm, I'm immensely proud to represent this group of players. But I also take a lot of pride in what's happening in the women's game. And I think, um, you know, you see the effort and the endeavour from even the opponents that we play, basically the, the people within their organisations, how everyone who's working within the women's game is really striving to make it better. And I think the reasons why we want to make it better is because the girls deserve it. And they deserve, they deserve it massively because of the effort and the focus that they give. Um, and, and it's what's right, you know, and we are nudging things along. We're nudging things along in the right direction, but I feel myself being in it. You have a real responsibility to try and drive things, really drive the the whole, and drive change. I think change is a big one. And um, but again, it's moving in the right direction. You know, most people want it done quicker than what it that it's coming. But you know, when we we're speaking previously about this final, you you would have you would struggle to find it literally on television a couple of years ago. So we're moving in the right direction. And um, people are impatient like myself because you want that change to come quicker, but we've got to keep fighting for it. We've got to keep fighting because like I say, it's a, you know, I feel privileged to work in this environment and and, I'm proud to represent this group of players.
2: So part of like the legacy group that I've been working with for the Euros, you know there's a big element of obviously equality and um equal opportunity for girls and and part of that is around like the stereotypes and the bias that comes with you know just being a girl or being a girl in sport or anything like that you know I mean over your lifetime (laughs) have you come across any sort of situations like that especially like in uh, women's football?
3: Well, I was thinking earlier, I don't really feel like I've ever been stopped from doing anything or my career has suffered because of being a female. But obviously there are differences in the way that males and females in the football industry are treated. Though I think City do a very good job of trying to bridge that gap further down the pyramid. You look at a lot of women's teams who don't have access to the same facilities. I was talking to Dr. Phil actually um, about equality and equity Okay. and well the differences between them so obviously equality is giving people the same provisions and equity is giving people what they need to have equal opportunity for success Mm -hmm. and I thought that's probably a lot more important because equality of provision isn't necessarily enough to give people the same opportunities
2: I think that's you've hit the nail on the head there and wow it's all dr Phil. no i know but it's super insightful isn't it though it makes you think a little bit you know like even at a place like city like as you say they doing incredible things to promote the women's game and give us the the platform you know to play and succeed like you always you do always wonder like in terms of equity though as you've rightly said there could 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 there be more could could we do more you know could society do more so yeah i think that's a really good point yeah um but like even say say over lockdown you know when we had to train at home or in isolation like did you ever go out running or doing a session and like would you ever get yelled at or shouted at like anything like that like any sort of harassment
3: I mean you get the odd wolf whistle right I, I just I feel a bit awkward I sort of laugh at it because I guess I'm just so used to it but that sort of thing shouldn't really be normalized yeah
2: that, I but mean you the, do
3: become a bit desensitized to things like that
2: yeah the fact that you could just kind of like laugh at it, it's kind of weird isn't it yeah. You're
3: like, oh, ha, 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 ha. yeah but I don't really understand why they do it
2: no me neither because I mean I don't really know anyone that would do that to just a some dude running down the street or in yeah. a park or something like way you know yeah. <laughs> you just wouldn't which would just
3: not the done thing yeah
2: yeah so I think that's really important though is to like address those types of stereotypes and like even just like the language that we use from day to day like I've probably done it already a few times just saying dude <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know and that could be just based on where I grew up but that's really not an excuse anymore is it you know you have to kind of draw a bit more awareness um to the things that you say, and yeah. I think like'm um, trying to think of a good example here off the top of my head, but you know when flight attendants were being referred to as like stewards and stewardesses, and like why like you're a flight attendant, like yeah, why does there need to be a distinction between male and female you know you're yeah. still providing the same service, um, and I think there's like a lot of different opportunities to to change those that language, so I, I do think there's like a level of like uh, austerity that kind of just lingers here sometimes in the way that people do things or approach things they don't really like question or challenge it and I think you know like the whole break the bias hashtag is like a perfect opportunity to look at it closer yeah when I was younger being in the states it was kind of normal like to just be a bit more athletic or be involved in football and like I don't I can't really ever recall there being anyone that was really concerned about that you know until I think maybe we got to about college and then funny thing was like when I moved it over here like that's when I noticed that it started to become oh well they must be this or they must be that and you're like well okay because I like to dress comfortably then yeah you're right I must be this I must be that or I like to dress like this or I enjoy a pair of I'm trying to think of a fancy type of trainer because clearly I don't care. Um, but yeah, like then you must be into this and you must be into that. And it's like, well, I don't know. Today I just felt like not really making an effort. So.
3: I do think in school any girl who sort of did sport or was good at PE or tried hard was labeled a tomboy. Mm-hmm. Like, I really remember that. Um, and it's... Well, I guess there's no such thing really now as like girly girls and tomboys and things like that. But I guess people could feel some sort of shame at enjoying sports or being into those things if people are calling them names or saying they're associated with something that they're not and things like that. And I think it could put young girls off potentially yeah. doing I think that's the a, things that they enjoy.
2: That's a really good point. Because I think, as you say, you know, that could be a concern like, oh, I don't want to be lumped in with that or this or so and so or you know so I won't even attempt it and you think oh what a massive missed opportunity
3: but yeah. like you don't want to be labeled or yeah. have have been called names I don't think anyone enjoys that so I think if people's desire to play sport and specifically football going against the typical stereotypes of who plays is not if that doesn't outweigh the negative comments they're getting from other people then you probably lose interest pretty quickly mm. you know just It
2: you just made me think of something um in terms of bias if there was a goal like Kaz Weir's in the men's game in a derby I think it would just be plastered all over the news all over television all over social media in World the papers wide. like yeah the world would be alight with Kawir, yeah, <laughs> you know, and that fantastic goal um and I just think like why is it that that didn't happen?
3: Well, a lot of the comments were sort of, Oh my God, what an amazing goal, things like that, which is what you would get on the other side, but I think that was matched equally by people saying, the goalkeeper this the defenders that, and it was looking at the negative aspects of it. Whereas I'm sure every great goal that's ever been scored, you can unpick little things that the opposition could have done slightly better.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right.
3: That's just not done to the same extent. And I think it's a certain demographic of people who are like, I'm going to find something negative with this. And I saw a really interesting tweet, actually, which said, um, during the Olympic Games, no one's seen tweets saying no one cares about women's sport when they're referring to the skiers or the snowboarders or the skaters whatever but when it's the women's six nations or the women's football that's the case so it's not fair to beat people with the stick that it's all sports fans disregard women's women's sport it's a very specific group
2: Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's a great point I didn't see that tweet actually and I I... it
3: just made me realize because I thought actually that's so true Mm -hmm. going back to the summer olympic games whoever it was winning the 100 meters there weren't comments about no one cares she's not as fast as usain bolt or anything Mm -hmm. like that it was celebrating her achievements Mm -hmm. so it's like only a certain demographic of people that
2: is fascinating isn't it though but yeah i'm absolutely sick of hearing that oh you know i mean that goal was like top bins the technique
3: And as well, I'm sorry, if I was the keeper, I would have had in my head, she is not going to do that again. (laughs) I really would have thought that, so you wouldn't be prepared.
2: Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, I mean, to your point as well around, you know, the defender or other elements that people are trying to pick apart, like, I was just flipping through some programs yesterday, and I think there was a, a Sky Sports, like, Premier League throwback game um, and it was, I think it was like the 2015-16 season, and who were they playing? I want to say it was either it was either Sunderland or Palace or maybe West Brom or something like that. Um, and Yaya Toure like just played a ball um, and then received a set, and the goal, the angle from behind the goal was like you just think, okay, where's the defender? Like you can see that it's gonna happen. And there was no one within, like, miles of them. You just think, okay, well, that's a perfect comparison of where that's acceptable. And then a perfect comparison of, well, it's not. And then you just think, well, why is that? Yeah, You know, so there's so many examples that you can pull through, you know, men's and women's archives where you, like, put them next to each other and you're like, well, it doesn't hold up, you know. So it'd be quite interesting, I think, for people to do that a little bit more often.
3: Yeah. I also think, though, in, like... Really, sport is one of the most important aspects, although it's also very important because it reflects society in general. There's a lot more wider issues of where women aren't treated the same, which are far more important and really what International Women's Day is about. I feel like sometimes the message gets lost and it turns into celebrating success, which is obviously extremely important, but also it's about drawing attention to women who aren't provided for properly, whether it's with menstrual products or through different means, aren't able to have their own choice about certain decisions in their life. And I feel like sometimes that gets lost in the discussions about International Women's Day. But it's also important to focus on sport because you hope that by achieving equality and or equity in provision for women here, it'll filter down to the most important issues,
2: Esme, you're so wise, like beyond <laughs> your years. Honestly, it's uh, I'm so inspired by the way that you think, because you're absolutely right. I mean, you think, okay, maybe an opportunity like this is a platform to raise awareness and encourage change. Um, but you're absolutely right. There's there's women and girls all over the world that don't have the same opportunities to go to school, or you know they're working unpaid labor jobs, you know, or they're doing more at at the home, which restricts their freedoms and liberties to go and educate themselves or just be a kid, you know. Um, And I think you're absolutely right. Like, there's still a big gap that needs to be closed. And perhaps like in, you know, obviously, like, we're really fortunate to be where we are and we, we don't really have to worry about those things but that can be like an everyday stress and you're, you're wondering how you're going to get through the day um let alone you know if gold is <laughs>
3: like,
2: <laughs> circulated across <laughs> yeah. the planet yeah
3: but like those are issues that are important because it, it's seen and it sets a precedent for other issues as well but I just I feel as though a lot of the time we're celebrating like Beyonce sold a million records or whatever it is but that's not really the most important thing although in some cases society's come such a long way in the last century even we have the right to vote do all sorts like that it's not the case across the world Mm -hmm. and I think that's what's most important is getting the most basic rights and foundations for females to then be able to have conversation like ours where we're like in sport Mm -hmm. why is it not equal no
2: i love that i love that but i think the important thing is people are just starting to talk about it more and they're feeling more comfortable and talking about it more and just the fact that you know there are situations across the world that maybe people don't know about but you know with the advent of podcasts or videos or like journalists or or what have you they're they're exposing the world to these types of situations that most people don't have to think about and um, I think just the fact that that's starting to happen more and more and more is is a great thing for for, you know the, the starting point of change
3: yeah I guess it's with every issue in modern society racism sexism everything like that it's so easy just to turn a blind eye and not get involved, but you need influential people to step above the parapet and say, no, this isn't okay, and then use the influence and resources they have to do something about it. And we have a limited amount of influence, mm-hmm. but we can use our voices to spread awareness of issues like that.
2: I mean, how, how important do you feel it is for, like female footballers or like an organization like Man City to kind of continue to do that?
3: I think we've got the resources to do so so to me there's almost like a moral calling that you should take care of people who aren't in the same position and I always sort of when I feel like you see it in our environment you go to the service stations and it there's posters that say about period poverty and things like that and it's just things that we take for granted like the club provide free sanitary products in the toilets and everything but like I couldn't imagine going through my periods without having any products or any advice or even knowing what's going on Mm -hmm. because education is another issue
2: yeah they're absolutely right you think about all like as you say the services that you see all the time there's like the modern slavery and those types of things and it's those are types of things that aren't even just affecting women you know that's that's um across the board things that people probably just aren't in a position to even think about you know seriously as you say like turn a blind eye like oh i saw it in the services but that doesn't really concern me yeah, so it's mean- like when do you start actually going, well, maybe, maybe it should, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, because
3: the more people who it concerns and who take action, I suppose, the greater mm-hmm. the response overall. And then more and more influential people start to take notice.
2: I think the word that's going around is, like, allies. You're like, we need those allies to kind of um, not only help grow the game as a, a footballer, but to make sure that these types of days don't just become something that's like a random celebration on some arbitrary day or date you know it's something that like exists in the culture like no this is the right thing to do and then when you do see or hear something that you disagree with then you actually go actually no I, I do disagree with that I don't think that's right you know like that's just in day-to-day life those are some things that is obviously going to be uncomfortable but I think people need to be a bit more brave and address those things if they really want to see that sort of change. And as a as a city supporter, you know, I think it's the same thing. Like if you're on social media, you know, and you see those types of comments from people within your own club or on your own Instagram page or Twitter, and you just think, like,
3: no, no, that's not okay. You, you know, have the courage to challenge it. Yeah, and it is uncomfortable. Oh, like it's picking totally someone up on things because it's easy to just nod along and, as we said before, turn a blind eye but i think you feel a sense of achievement in a, in a way when you do pick someone up on something and you think actually i've done the right thing and made them stop and think about it and often people's response so there's some people who are stubborn who mm-hmm. may never change their viewpoints but a lot of the time people are really receptive when someone wants to challenge yeah what they've got to say i
2: do think like there's there've been so many times where i've i've, I've seen something whether they're criticizing me as a goalkeeper or as a female or you know whatever and I've just wanted like to invite them to like a one one one-on-one conversation because I know that they would never have the audacity to say that to my face in person or you know like put them through their paces and see how they get on with it you know I've always wanted to do that because I just think I don't know it would just be a real fun social experience. Let's round up all
3: the haters and make (laughs) them take penalties against you and see how many can put one in. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> or even hit the target, yeah
3: yeah, I think trying to educate yourself on the wider issues globally that face women is important, and that gets to the root of what international women's Day is really about,
2: yeah I think,
3: I think if you find out the issues for yourself, then you can first of all take action in your own within your own means, but also if you get the opportunity to share how you feel about it or what you think could be done with someone with greater influence then take that like if I was to speak to the Prime Minister tomorrow what would you say to him as me? well I'm not a huge (laughs) fan of politicians where would you start? (laughs) but I I'd try to encourage them to support other cultures and other nations where women don't have the same because I'm sure everyone will be saying generic messages about International Women's Day, but as you said, what can actually physically, what actions can be taken mm-hmm. to help it? And I think it starts with learning more about the issues that are around and I need to do it. No, I think we we, all we can
2: all do it, exactly, exactly. And I think to answer your question as well, I think what, what can more City fans do? I think they can come to more of our games, you know. Um, they can probably... I think just continue to engage with us like whether it be on social media or whether it be on the website or like those types of things um I think
3: sometimes give it a chance as well yeah exactly I think a lot of people have come to the game at the weekend and gone home thinking how good is Caroline Ware?" because I did and I see her every day (laughs) (laughs) but I think people who've been watching that for the first time will leave with a much more positive impression than they did before because you're you can be tainted or your opinions as you say social media seems to be fact even though it's just someone's opinion if you see enough people saying women's football's rubbish then you're going to think oh women's football's rubbish whereas if you give it a chance yourself and go and see then you can make that judgment off your own accord yeah so I think that's the biggest thing giving it a chance
2: no I love that I do I do love that it's there's like so many cool stories about everyone in the squad that so many people don't know, you know, and um, being able to kind of maybe get a little bit closer to say the women's players than necessarily like the men's players through, you know, the likes of Rolein, Cam, you know, and, and other people like that, like the, the club gives us that platform. And mm-hmm. as you say, like, take the chance or the opportunity to read a little bit more or... Like, don't just scroll, like, to the men's team or whatever. Like, actually go and explore for yourself and see what's out there.
0: That was Karen Bardsley and Esme Morgan in conversation there. Really fascinating to listen to those two. Thank you so much for listening. That's all we've got time for today. But for more International Women's Day content, please head over to the official Man City app. Until next time, take care and look after one another.